0: Okay, can you hear me now? Can everyone hear me? Okay, can everyone hear me? Yes. Okay, I'm trying to give people a few minutes. And I'm trying to see where I can share this on my page. I got like three devices up. Can everyone share and comment this? I'm trying to share this live on my page, but I don't know why it's not letting me. hello everyone can you please drop a hey comment when you made it in I believe everyone can hear me. The sound is good. Yes, I'm glad you're ready to get your lives collected. I'm ready to collect my own life. I think I share, I didn't share it the correct way. giving people a few minutes to get in, log in. Hello, hello, please share and like this. All right, I see I have seven people on. I'm trying to wait uh, like one more minute. Hello everyone. Please comment. Hello. Hello. All right, so time is of the essence. So we're going to go ahead and get started because I don't like to waste people's time because I don't like my own time wasted. I was trying to share my video to my page, but I don't think that I am doing a good job with it. Oh, yes, here I am, I think. Okay, so, hello. My name is Janessa Henderson. I am the owner and creator of Collect Your Life Incorporated. If you can't hear me, please comment. I have like three devices on at once. So um, I should be able to see your comments. It may be like a back just a few minutes. So um, please comment and share. Uh, This live, this is our episode one of our podcast series. So, um, Collect Your Life Incorporated, just to give you a background of what we are, um, who we are. It is a company that is set to basically help people to collect their lives through the different products and services that we have so hello everyone so just the backstory on collect your life it is a phrase that i used in my classroom still used to this day um several times to help students refocus redirect and ultimately like it says collect your life so With that being said, um, just to give a few brief details about myself. My um, name is Janessa Henderson. I am again the owner of Collect Your Life. I'm a teacher, have been a teacher for 10 years and I teach high school juniors and seniors. I have one daughter Carrie Danielle and um that's pretty much a lot about me so um and you'll see more about me through the page but um so this first episode was just to get everyone um understanding what collect your life incorporated offers So we are a valid business, we have our paperwork, so we're valid, we're legal, Um, just in case somebody was wondering, but we are legal. Uh, We offer tutoring services, tutoring as far as writing skills, reading, um, grammar. We also offer ACT tutoring Um, and the the tutoring can be from grades seven through 12, particularly because that's what I'm certified to teach in and the collegiate level. But also it can be under those grades too, but um, there's paper writing services. There are paper revision services, there's paper contracts, proposals, anything you need may need us to write. We offer those things. Also, in addition to that, there will be this podcast. Uh, bi-weekly it won't be every week it would be every other week um, on the same day on a Friday at seven o'clock so um, whenever you want to tune in just look to the page we have different pages we have the Facebook page we have the Instagram and we have our website if you go to our website you will see Uh, different places to if you would like to donate to the cause to the podcast to the tutoring whatever Um, you can do that through the and I put that comment in the comment section and I don't know if I was able to pin it but I was able to put it in there but um you also we also offer like I said we have the podcast services and we also will have merchandise coming soon different things that will come with that So with the podcast, which is what we're doing right now, uh, we will talk about different topics. Uh, You as the audience are the topic providers. Uh, There is a place on the website on whatever topic you may wanna talk about for the next podcast, you wanna submit those and I will go, I will, we will focus on those topics. I won't be the only guest in the podcast sometimes sometimes we will have of course other people in the podcast as our guest is talking so today's podcast will focus on a couple of things that I myself have dealt with um, in order in my life and I had to get it together so the first Uh, thing and please comment so I know that you're here so I won't think that I'm talking to myself please let me know if you can hear me and please share and share this live video please so um, like I was saying today's podcast I will focus on some areas in my life that I had to get collected and I had to collect real quick So, it may be some funny moments, and it may be some crying moments, but we'll go through it. And I will not be with you guys long, um, but I just wanted to cover a few things as we are going through. Hey! As we're going through um, this Collect Your Life series. So, my first topic that I would like to talk about is... um, uh navigating life after uh, different adversities and my adversity would be hello y'all, Hey y'all. I'm looking at both screens so if it looks like I'm looking off it's because I'm looking at the comments over here. Um so basically uh life adversities that we hey that we go through. So one adversity that I had to go through, um, was divorce. So I got married in 2014. Um, but before that, there was a, there was a red flag to getting married. Like, it was like, don't get married. Um, it was clear as day, it was the Lord, like, don't, don't do this um so but i did and that's where i had to collect my life when i went back and reflected on why did i do this why did i do that um i really was in love and really wanted to get married um and it was a month before too it was so many factors but it was like a red flag i was like oh well it'll be okay don't if anybody's listening don't do that if you think that there is something um, maybe you know if you think that there could be a possibility of oh, I don't think this is it you may want to pray about it and then or um, go back and revisit and evaluate like is this what I need to do so for me um, there was a red flag in our beliefs and so i was just like oh it's just you know um red a cold feet i was gonna say red feet cold feet is what i meant so when um we got married it was like not too long after that and let me just say let me put a pen in here and just say i am not a professional i am not a therapist i don't have those degrees so whatever advice you may be seeking or please don't look at this as the blueprint this is just me sharing my experiences so you will know uh how i dealt with it and how i collected my life through it so basically long story short i got married and six months or no not even six months uh no six months after it was like bright like a bright banner neon like this is not what you should be in like i told you it was like the lord said this is not what you should be in however i was in it so i um my surroundings growing up my parents were married 44 years before my dad just passed um a few weeks ago so, I saw long longevity in marriages. Um, I also, with my beliefs, it was a covenant. So, I was like, I'm going to stick beside them. You know, like the TikTok that people have, I'm going to stick beside them. No. <laughs> so, there were, and I'm not going to go into heavy detail, but there were disagreements um, that got physical. Um, and that shouldn't have and there were just, there was just a strain, it was just so much that went on throughout the course of that time. And also it was just, you know, a lot. And there are different layers to it. I don't want to get into it because I don't want to dwell on it. But what I do want to show you is how I collected my life. So, so many times I was asking, journaling, asking, god to like help me get it together like how am i going to get out of this situation like this is not what i should be in i got to the point where i was walking on eggshells like i couldn't really be myself i couldn't talk freely like i wanted to um or felt like i couldn't you know do how i wanted because i don't know how a reaction is going to come against me so that being said Um, I was praying for, for years, um, like before I actually left because I wanted to make sure that this is, and I kept getting the same answer, like to leave, but I just again was conditioned like, okay, you stick through, you stick beside, like, you know, you do this. So, um, it was something about age 30 that happens. Like, it's like a light bulb comes on in your head and you're like, Oh, let me move on because i don't have time for this i'm too old i'm 30 and i don't have time for this it's something about 30 so after that it was just like clear as day it was so um clear to me like you you need to leave but i didn't know how to leave i didn't know how to do it and um after there was like an argument the day that i did live i knew like it was clear to me it was like the lord said you need to leave today and that's what i did and um when i tell you like after that it was a lot that i had to collect my life on because i was so used to being married and so used to like even interactions like with talking to a guy i'm like okay let me back up because you're not my husband because i'm used to being i'm used to being a wife i am a wife to somebody but not to my ex-husband you know what i'm saying so i was used to being a wife so i had to like literally collect my life had to understand okay you are not this person's wife you're not you're not a wife you you are a friend so um i had to transition from being married to being a single mother now by you know by myself which wasn't too bad to do and it was actually a peaceful transition and that's how i knew that i made the right decision with the lord because it was so much peace everything was laid up for me it was like a book that was laid out. It was like instruction. Instruction just as long as I was walking and being led by the Lord, I was and I was he was leading me every step of the way. And everything was set up for me, place to live, um just everything. Like provision after provision was stay stay for me during that transition. And but it was still hard. Like I would journal at times and sometimes I think the one of the harder things was telling my family the reasons behind it because as a married woman I didn't share my inf- like I didn't share what I went through um I didn't go back because you're leaving your parents and that's the person that you're with so um whatever what what happened at our house it stayed at our house so nobody knew what i was going going through because what because when i would forgive him i know my family wouldn't and some of my family i don't know if they forgiving him but that's that's between them and jesus but i have forgiven him but um so like like I'm saying, what happened between us, it stayed between us. It wasn't like going to be um, broadcast. Nobody knew what was going on. People, some people even thought that we were the perfect couple and all this because my information, I wouldn't share. You, you weren't in my my business. You weren't gonna because that marriage was just me, him and the lord that was it so um after the marriage when i knew i was done um in the process of divorce and everything that's when i you know shared with my close family members like what happened and you know if they wanted specific details and all those things and um they and it was like that's the good thing about it if you're married or you're looking to be married, make sure you keep your business your business. Unless you're you know for sure that maybe this is not the route for you. Like whatever y'all go through, everybody should know. Even your best friend. My sister I talked to every day didn't know what I was going through. My mother I talked to every day didn't know what I was going through until after until it was time for me to go because that was a covenant between us it wasn't a covenant between me and my family so in the transition stage it was hard because i had to understand okay you're not married you know like just different things having to get that together and um being a single mother was different for me also and it was just like wow i don't know you know what i don't know what how i'm gonna do this that was my it was like fear fear of the unknown like i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm trying to see what you guys are saying um yeah you cannot tell um i don't want to mess up your name but miss porter yeah you cannot tell people everything um And I'll just say this and put a pin here. Like, I used to look at other people who uh, were in relationships and it was like some domestic violence and stuff there. And I would say, why won't they just get out? Why won't they just tell people? And I ended up being in a similar situation and I had to understand I understand why, because they would go back to the person and then their family wouldn't forgive that person or they would forgive the person or there was different things going on. But a marriage is just the wife, the husband and the Lord. That's it. Not your children, nobody else. So that is no, not your parents, nobody because you leave your parents. So that is why I, you know, didn't tell, but I understood now, like it made sense to why people stay because a lot of people are just wanting to make sure, like, is this for sure, you know, it Lord, are you really telling me it's time for me to go? So, um, in during the course of the pandemic, I'm, you know, we're at home and I'm, you know, I had already left. So I had to transition. I had to learn how to and I have like a few minutes. I had to learn to leave. Like I had I mean I had to learn how to basically defend for myself. I was already independent. Um and I don't think that was hard for me to actually just it wasn't hard for me to actually um be ind- independent, but I had to learn myself my identity like i had lost my identity in that marriage i had lost who i was like i said i was walking on eggshells and i was didn't know what was gonna happen so i would dumb myself down or like water myself down in that relationship so i had to go back and learn me like learn my identity through christ and that's one of the reasons why i got re-baptized because i knew that you know i had of course accepted christ but this was a transition in my life like um if you are christian like i am um the husband is the head spiritually so i had to redefine my spirit you know my spiritual walk like i had to do a whole bunch of collecting of my life. Like literally I was in therapy and um, I could still go to therapy. And I think being in therapy, there's nothing wrong with being in therapy. Therapy is um, a straight gift from the Lord. And I was still in prayer. I was still journaling. I was still doing what I had to do. Um, There's different levels of forgiveness. Like when I left, I had already forgiven for a lot of things that my family were, were learning about. So I was so peaceful, I was like so calm and they were like, nook if you buck. Like literally some of them. And I had to be like, no, we're, we're good. We, we good, you know? So um, I'm thankful for my journey because I know that it was a greater purpose. Now my last few minutes, I do want to hit on another time I had to collect my life. And that was when I was in the spirit of comparison and it was with having a child. So I wanted a child so bad, like after I got married, I was like, okay, I should be getting pregnant like right now. So, um, y'all let me know if y'all are enjoying thumbs up you know everything um so I wanted to get married I mean I wanted to get have a baby and I was just like I have to have a baby like I was so excited you know like at a certain age after a certain age you're like okay I should be married by this because like I am the type to be a planner that I am a planner um my life, my career, everything was planned. It was just like, okay, I'm going to get married by this age. I'm going to have a child by this age. And I got married by the age I said I was. I got married at 24. And that was around, I was like 24, 25. I should be getting married. And that's when I did. And then I said, okay, I am, I am going to have a baby around 26 you know then I'll have another one about um, 28 you know I had the stuff planned I had my career planned and that wasn't even what the Lord wanted me to do and we'll talk about that in another episode but in these last few minutes I do want to hit on this because I know there may be people who may be wanting a child who you know maybe thinking and looking at others and like oh they they've only been married one year or they've only been married A month, and they pregnant, you know, or they not even married. Like, this was the things that was going in my head. And um, it was just like, okay, I'm going to, you know, have a baby. And it was just not the time. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it just wasn't the time at all. And it wasn't for that reason. And I understand now because she wasn't supposed to be in that environment. So, um it was just so hard like trying to conceive. It was just like every time people would, you know, people are in your ear like, "Oh, are you getting? Are you are you pregnant? Are y'all want a kid or you know this and people all in your business like, "Why are you doing this?" And you have to really block people out. Um while you're collecting your life and you have peace. Like I feel like when i truly surrendered this idea of this is how my life is gonna go that's when i ended up pregnant like um or like as far as the motherhood stage the other part i had to collect after but as far as have being being a mother by this age i was like i'm gonna turn 30 next year and i was like 28 going on 29 so i was like i'm gonna turn 30 next year i'm planning a trip the lord said no you're not baby you finna have this child because it's time for you to get out this marriage so you finna have this child she's gonna be your fuel fuel to leave so um i ended up pregnant and i was like whoa okay what's going on and it was so much during the the pregnancy that I endured. Um, but it was, she's the, the blessing, the biggest blessing of my life. And again, like I said, she was my fuel to leave. Like, I don't want her to think that this is okay. I don't want her to think that, you know, life like this. Um, yeah, people can be insensitive. Um, I don't want to. Th- her to think that this is life like this is okay you know this is okay for you to for you to be in and so I um like not she was nine months when I left so she wasn't even able to she wasn't even able to know like the issues that happened which is great because it's like okay she didn't even know that this was going on, like this was great. So um, I had her and the complications with having her were a lot. Um, I was, I'm was i a diabetic. So I had to make sure my sugar was good. I knew that she was a gift. Uh, well, I didn't know she was a she at the time, but I knew when I got pregnant that this was a gift from God. I didn't know like how it was going to bless my life and she continues to bless my life over and over. But um so she really um my sugar was up. Like it was out of control. Like I would say my A1C if you're a medical person. My A1C was like 11 point something when I first learned I was pregnant. I was 8 weeks and my doctor was like collect your life. And guess what I did? I collected it. So what I did was I was like, okay, I got to make sure so whatever medicine I'm on and I couldn't see a specialist I didn't have an endocrinologist for diabetes which I needed one uh, being pregnant but I was like I'm just gonna take this medicine I'm gonna take this insulin I'm gonna do this this and this and by the time I got to the appointment with the endocrinologist my a1c was 6.9 which was a total blessing and it was Through the Lord, it was like, really like, okay, Lord, you really bless me in this, in this season. And, um, I really had gathered my life. Like, I was like, I'm going to stick to taking my medicine. I'm going to stick to taking this, which he took me off of those medications because some of those medications weren't necessarily good for uh, pregnant women or not even saying that, but those medications weren't good for me at the time. And so then I went to her again and it was lower than that. Like I was like, she was like, you're gonna be good. Like your sugars are good because you have to make sure as a diabetic that your sugars are good. And people don't understand that who aren't diabetics, but as a diabetic, um, we have to make sure that you're good. And I wasn't considered high risk until about the time I had her. Um, I did have blood pressure and I had preeclampsia. And uh, thanks be to God, I decided to have a C-section. Um, my fluid was low and my blood pressure was up. And he said, do you want to be induced? And he explained this could take some days. Or do you want to have a C-section? And I said, C-section me, please. And it was the best thing. And I will say in the collecting of my life, you have to make sure you're led by um, the lord like i had to make sure that okay this is what i need to do like i am legitimately making sure that i am uh being led by jesus i'm praying before decisions because it's not me it's you like lord and so that's what i'm saying to the lord so um i just want to take some time to just say like in that time of me being pregnant I really had to center myself around worship. I had to really center myself around um, making sure that I was ready to be a mother. And you're still never ready because sometimes I feel like, what am I doing? And then sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm killing it. I'm a bad mother out here. But But that's just how motherhood is. You're not gonna be perfect. And I would just like to say, let's normalize, mothers doing how they want to do for their child let's normalize that because people out here really will try to tell you if you're not x y and z you're not feeding your child organic chicken nuggets you're not feeding your child this this and this that you're a bad mom well baby you could call me a bad mom all you want but i know carrie danielle is cared for and good So, don't let anyone tell you that you're not um, doing what you're supposed to do. Or like, I couldn't breastfeed like I had planned to. I could not. It was not, it was no lactation tea. It wasn't a cookie. It wasn't nothing that was going to get my milk to produce because it wasn't coming. I was in a stressful marriage. It wasn't going to come out. So, for my child's sake, so she can make sure she was fed and she was already a preemie she was already five only five pounds i had to feed her similac and it was the best decision for her and me at that time i went through postpartum so again let's normalize out this needs to be a phrase that's coined let's normalize allowing mothers do what's best for them and their child like do not try to tell them that they're wrong because they didn't breastfeed or their child's this because they didn't breastfeed that's crazy of course i want to and if i get married again and if i have kids again i will try but for Carrie danielle and me in that season it was not going to be a breastfeed and don't don't let anyone think make you think that you're doing wrong so now i will also want to make sure that um, you guys know that we have a website, www.collectyourlifeincorporated.com We also have any time for um, donations. If you would like to donate, it's not a pressure, you don't have to, it's not a requirement. It's just a, an option. If you would like to donate, there is an option on the website. Or you could just PayPal Janessa, J-A-N-E-S-S-A, 921 at gmail.com um, if you would like to donate. Again, this is a bi-weekly podcast series. And next topic will be um, forthcoming. You'll see it in the Collect Your Life page. Please make sure you let people know share this page with people share this information again if you have topics that you would like to talk about if you will go to the website and submit those we will see them and again collect your life is not just a podcast we have different services such as tutoring writing services of those nature and we will have uh, merchandise coming up and um are there any questions oh I see your comments hi guys I'm so glad y'all enjoyed this and uh, make sure again that you like and share this uh, live video so people can go watch the replay and um, make sure that you submit topics because October 1st is our next episode make sure that you're submitting those topics so that um, we can go in you know try to go in order of the submissions um so yes the future merchandise is coming sis yes i'm looking at the comments over here so it may look like i'm not paying attention but the future ep- a future merchandise is coming forthcoming i also have a t-shirt i would like to shout out some people before we end um i have a t-shirt i don't know if you guys can see um it has my logo on it but that is Cartissa. She's now Cartissa Williams because she just got married. She made this shirt, and I appreciate it. Also, all of my media um, things, like as far as my website, as far as um, any, anything, digital, digital flyers, everything, that was uh, through the genius creation of Sunny Signs Up by owner, marisha johnson also known as because she had not had to get another page risha risha sade if you see her in the comments she's the one who is the awesome person behind all of my digital um everything digital as far as animations and everything she's just really awesome so make sure you guys support these beautiful uh black women um no um no no shade to any other race because i love everybody but these beautiful black women of color who um were a part vendors of the Collect Your life incorporated company so um oh yeah um uh, marisha also did sunny signs up she did the logo as well so she's awesome and you can see it on the live she's she's really good so um like i said next episode will be october 1st so make sure you put this in your calendar you put it on you know get ready for it because it is coming and um are there any other questions for me before we stop i mean before we end okay i don't see any comments so I love you all, and again, I hope you share this. I hope you enjoyed it. I I see by the comments, because I was over here talking, I see by some of the comments that you guys enjoyed, so I am so thankful that you decided to tune in with me. Um, I'm sorry I went over time, but um, I apologize. The next time, we will stick to 30 minutes. But anywho, I hope you guys have a great rest of your night, and... I will see you on October 1st.